0: Podcast this is Jay Train, Jared Free coming live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you, thank you for being a listener, and and thank you. It is the holiday season, and you know what? I'll I'll take a thank you because we are here in studio. I didn't leave you for the holidays. I didn't say hey. We're gonna do some best ofs. Some of your favorite podcasts took a break. I'm not here to talk shit on them. I'm not I'm just here to acknowledge some people didn't take a break. Right.
1: Papa some JT Some people don't need a break. Some people no breaks needed. No breaks some needed. People, some people are on this train and this train is moving.
0: Always running. You count on this train, you depend on this train, the J train is always there for you. So That's right. listen, what I would like for you to do, I gave you the gift of a live podcast, a podcast that is coming at you on a Monday morning. It is post Christmas Pre-New Year's. Oof. That is the the weird time of year where time and space and calories
1: just don't seem to exist. Right. Where
0: alcohol is just like water and water is just like
1: alcohol, right? And you can start spending money on yourself again. You can spend that's, on yourself. <laughs> Everyone else nice. is done. Right. You right. already bought shit for everybody and, and now it's your time. And you get the gift cards
0: that you all got during the holidays. Right. That you were like, oh, a gift card. Now you go, oh, I got some money to throw out there. And it's not even
1: real money. It's a like gift card. It's gift card You card gotta money. spend it. Just like the calories gift it. cards
0: don't count. You can't exactly. save it. You can't bring it to Chase Bank. Right. No. You can't very, invest it. Let me introduce our guests because oh, I no, don't be sorry. I'm very funny comment Have you you've been on the show before way I have back not. You have not? No, never. Well you when, moved away. Right.
1: When I left you weren't famous yet.
0: Yeah I'm to- totally <laughs> famous. With taping in my studio apartment. Nah, like, uh, it's dope. Th- Simeon Goodson, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Big
1: yeah. J Train in the house, Jared Free.
0: Dude, I, you, I'm I'm so happy you're here. Uh, it's been we've known each other a long time. Right. At Sim de la Creme on Instagram. That's and me. hilarious coming. You moved, you were here in the city Yeah, from where, New York. From New York, and then you moved to Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi.
1: And then China.
0: And then China. And, and like I back. would keep up with you on social media a little bit, just watching where
1: you're going, what you're doing. Right. And then you're back. I'm back. And it's like you never left. Right. That's what we're here for. I mean, I always wanted to come back. It wasn't like I wasn't one of those people who like left New York. It was like, I'm I'm done with the city. Like, yeah. oh, I just wanted to see other places and come back. So what was the
0: weirdest part about living in a far off land like that? I, I've been to China. China's a little
1: it's I mean, it's bizarre. Yeah, it's different. It's different. It's very different. Like, they just don't. I mean, they don't really like cater to English speakers. Right. Which is like a strange thing. You well, that, I mean? that is like, a strange go, thing. To like, even like Italy Mm. or just any place that doesn't speak English, there's usually a good. Portion of the country right. that will accommodate you. In they'll English. make you happy. Right? They, They're like, oh, you can't eat here, but they you, speak English over there. Right? But you, in China, it's none of that.
0: Well, it's funny. It's it, it. It is like the reason. Like I nuzzle up to capitalism. You go, okay. <laughs> like your money's still good here. Right? You go to Italy, American in Italy. You probably got some dough in your pocket. You're right. here to spend. Ah, hello. Right. You know, they'll give you a hello. They'll try to make it, and I do think it's money related. I think in China, you go there, they go, we don't give a fuck about. Yeah, your money.
1: they don't care about you. At all. Like it's hard to like if you're in China, if you're not in the airport, it's mad hard to change money to That's just like so change American money into yuan. Like it's mad. Diff- like I had to open a bank account. Well, <laughs> like they didn't let me just like give them cash and give me back. Well, I would say the
0: same coming the other way. We don't do that for people here. You know, like if someone had
1: yuan. Right, but you could go to, like, Times Square. And find a money find exchange. Like, right. Like, but there's some place There was here. no Times Square there. There was no Times Square. Like, there's, right, there's no, like, America town <laughs> in China. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you're not going there and finding, like, a, a bastion of I, Americans right. that's hanging very, out together. That's like, very they're funny. very much like, you're here, so you got to do shit we do. Like, right. you're not going to separate yourself. You're not going to keep your own culture. Like, if you're here, you're fucking with us.
0: Wow. Well, that's interesting because, you know, we, America, it's a tough time to be... Prideful in America, right? But you go, that is nice. We got a Chinatown, right? Like the fact that we do that is like we're we're nudging over more than they're doing other places, right? We're like being
1: accommodating to some degree, to but then some of course it, it goes too far in some cases, and, you know what I mean? But <laughs> right, like, right. we've made so there's a balance though, because it's like you know, like over there, it's just like you don't see anybody. Well, you know I remember, what I mean? like, I, there's no like you go to McDonald's, even if you go to like McDonald's. Mm. It like doesn't taste the same, you know what I mean? Like everything's, the food, different. Yeah, everything's different. Like everything's different. Even things you think you'll recognize aren't recognizable. When I was in China,
0: I remember I went on stage and I said, I thought to, I go, there's no one that looks Jewish here. <laughs> there's not one Jew. And they were like, yeah, there's not, like it wasn't, like I remember there were things, I, I, I did a bit where I was like, I was like there was a guy like just white, washing a, a window And he was just strung up with, like, string. Like, it wasn't like there was safety protocol. (laughs) No OSHA. There's no Chinese OSHA. Yeah, some guy was like, get up there and clean the window. Right. And I was just like, there's no Jew here that's like, you got a case on your hands. Like, there was nothing (laughs) that nature. None of
1: that. It's interesting because I grew up in New York. So you just kind of assume Jews exist. Everywhere. everywhere you know what I mean like yeah it's just yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. part of the fabric of life and then like you go other places even like the middle of the country right. and you're like hey where the Jews at and they're like yeah, no we don't no, no, got no, none of those not, and you're like, oh right. that's weird <laughs>
0: right. this is no Jew land I was
1: well I was in the Middle East so I had <laughs> this joke I would do where I was like people asked me why I left New York to come to the Middle East to do comedy and I told them to make fun of Jews because you can't <laughs> do that in New York right so I, I would do that joke and then they would like they would yell, and they'd be like, "Do the Jew joke!" Oh my god! And I was like, "There's, there's no actual Jew joke. Right. Like that was the Jew that joke. Was the... Like I don't have an actual Jew well, joke." And okay. they were like, boo! <laughs> They're like, "Boom!" Talk about the Jews. That's, That's what we want.
0: Hilarious, hilarious, and scary at right. the same time. Yeah, now I've done, you know, you do jokes that you know they don't respond right. Right, no, right. I, I was in like Atlanta.
1: You, you took that joke wrong. Right. You're laughing for the wrong reason. You, you're not laughing with. <laughs> you're
0: laughing at. Yeah, right. I remember I was in Atlanta today. I was like, it is. I, and I, I would say it's tough to be white. Walk a mile in my boat shoes. I didn't even get to boat shoes. I just go. It's tough to be white. People are like standing, standing on <laughs> You said it, man. You said I was like, no, no, no. You're yeah. Let me let me you're, finish. You're at the wrong spot. Right. So listen, I'm so pumped you're here. Uh, we got some emails. Great emails. Everyone go it. follow Sim. At Sim De La Creme on Instagram. He has a Patreon where you have a special on the Patreon. Specials on the Patreons, $1. $1. $1. How do
1: they get there? Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash Simeon Goodson.
0: So, Patreon.com slash Simeon Goodson. Yeah. Simeon's fucking hilarious. He's so funny. And a dollar. A dollar. There's the special. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a,
1: it's actually called a regular. A regular. It's me doing four spots at the cellar. Oh, So, amazing. four different sets, one night. Back to back to back. So you're going to get to spend. Like, I think that's a
0: wonderful idea because, you know, there's someone sitting in uh, Des Moines, Iowa who doesn't, they have no plan of coming to New York, and I don't blame them. Fine. They do their own fucking trips. But they hear about the comedy cellar and they go, what's a night there like? This is what that is. This right. is like just a night in the around. life. Bounce around, be with Sim for Bein the night. Being late, Bein late <laughs> to shit, yeah, Bombing. yeah, not bomb- even Well, <laughs> the, the, like last night, I went on stage. I'm like, I just taped the special, and I'm like trying to figure out new bits. And then there's like, which a, is
1: the worst part of the process? The worst, but, the absolute worst. You know,
0: it's the worst because you feel you're like. I don't know what's gonna work. But it's the best because you get to take big cuts that you don't care about. Right. Like, I, there aren't, these aren't jokes that I, like, need to work. When you're working on a special, you're like, I need the jokes right, to work.
1: Right. When you're working on, like, let me you're tell a story about my mom. The wall, you know, right. Like, See, was sticks, right. And then right. when it works, you go, whoo, I got something new. But sometimes it doesn't work and you're like, I got fucking jokes y'all right, <laughs> you know what I right, mean right. you're like I know you think I'm not funny but you know that, I'm really funny ego and I'm trying new things right now dude, you know what I mean
0: ego gets in the way of new bits yeah, that, yeah. because you go no I got shit yeah, and then like, you do I'm, something I'm better you, than this <laughs> right? you gotta I, let them know
1: I, right like yeah you gotta prove it to these people <laughs> to some person from
0: fucking Des Moines we don't give a <laughs> shit about you Watch. <laughs> go watch unless Sim- you buy the special unless brother. you buy the special so listen go Sim de la creme on Instagram we'll have the link to all his socials And go patreon.com slash Simeon Goodson. Let's get to the emails. You ready? Uh, We got some great emails today. Oh, I'm on the road, people. Um, I've taken a little break. Right now I'm sitting in Boca somewhere. I'm gonna be in San Diego this weekend for New Year's uh weekend. I'm also coming to Houston. I get so many messages from Houston. I have never I've done maybe I've never done stand-up there, I don't think. So Houston, Dallas, Uh, Toronto, Vegas, Perrysburg, Ohio, Vancouver, Irvine, Indianapolis, Oklahoma City. I got more cities coming. Jaredfree.com, Jaredfree.com for tickies. um, We're sponsored. Money can't buy happiness, but not worrying about your money comes close. That's where Chime can help you smile more. They were just named the number one most loved banking app with payday up to two days early and fee free overdrafts up to $200. They offer financial peace of mind in your wallet. All this with no annual fees large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. Chime's a great... It's a great time of year for Chime because organize your financial life and right. th- this is a great way to do it. See for yourself why Chime is so loved at Chime.com slash JTrain. That's Chime.com slash JTrain. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank and members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Spot Me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. See Chime.com slash Spot Me. Chime was the 2021... 2021- Number one most downloaded banking app in the U.S., according to Aptopia. Wow. So let's get on that. Let's get to the emails. You ready, Sim? Yeah, I'm ready. When to define a situationship into a relationship. Oof. See.
1: It's a big
0: oof. You're, are you you seeing anyone right now?
1: Okay. (laughs) What? (laughs) I am. I'm seeing seeing some people. Some people. I'm seeing a person and then. Doing stuff. Would you consider
0: those situationships or relationships? Oh
1: God, so interesting. I don't want to put you on the. Spot. I think I mean, it's like a. It's what would they call it? I think it's a situationship that's like teetering. It's like trying to break through, but I'm resisting that's
0: it <laughs> I'm very well yeah. that's the story of every situationship right situationships are one person that wants a little bit more and one, one pers- person
1: who wants a little bit less or just wants it to stay how it is right stay how it is right yeah. that's and, fine too and, and, like and, why can we can't just party yeah <laughs> you know what I mean well like, nobody
0: like it. some people I, you know I agree they, why can't we just party and right. then what you have to do if you want to just party is you have to keep reassess re- keep in contact you have to communicate as much in a situationship as you do in a relationship right. just in a different way you gotta go are we still to party right if you we'll want to leave this, this party do we need to leave this party yeah. do you, you know and what that's what often gets left behind is that's an uncomfortable thing you still want to dance here right right and they go well no i want to no, like... sit down and eat
1: right you know, like oh i thought we were dancing right i, <laughs> I thought, thought we were gonna
0: dance forever right i didn't know we were gonna Dear J-Training guest, I met this guy off of Hinge, and we were seeing each other for two months. We saw each other two to three times weekly and texted daily. We went on new exciting dates, went to each other's houses, bike rides, dinner, etc. We never talked about what we wanted out of this, but I didn't feel a convo was needed since it felt like we were already dating at this point. Then last week, his texting gets shorter. He goes all week without seeing me. I asked him what his plans were on Friday, and he said he had no plans, but maybe we could hang out. We went to the mall and browsed for Christmas presents for his family, got dinner, and went back to my place and watched a movie. Everything seemed normal, and he said he had a lot of fun that night before leaving. Then Saturday, I reached out to him and no response. He didn't reply until late Sunday, saying that he was busy with friends. I felt a huge shift in his energy this week, so I decided to reach out and see where he sees this going because it was giving me a lot of anxiety, and I didn't want to waste my time if he was just not into it anymore. My questions are... Should I have asked earlier about what we were looking for out of this? And do guys really not want to continue seeing someone because their interests don't align? He was definitely more active and adventurous than me. But do guys want to date someone that they have everything in common with? Or was this just an excuse? How can I avoid this from happening in the future? He clearly didn't see me as girlfriend potential for a while, but was just never going to say anything. I'm completely devastated by this and not sure how this could have been avoided. I thought by two months in, he would have known if he wanted
1: to pursue this into a relationship. Thanks for your perspective. What do you think? I think two months is way too soon to be talking that crazy man.
0: <laughs> that's what i think two
1: months like she's talking like like come on two months like well, that's
0: eight weeks wow well, I, it I... takes
1: eight like eight weeks that's not like you can go eight weeks without doing laundry <laughs> you know what i mean you like could if have you got enough clothes right yeah. like that's that's a possibility it's not recommended but that's not enough time to talk She's talking I, crazy. I don't think also, she's talking.
0: I don't think she's talking crazy. You, she's you're talking spending crazy. twice a week. You're making exceptions in your life for them, and then you go, "What are we doing here?" I I, I think it's the way. Oh, go ahead. You had no, 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 else. no. I'm listening. I think it's the way she asked because I think she's right for not saying being like we're dating, and I don't think she added any. Um, like she asked in her question. Do guys not want to continue seeing someone when their interests don't align? That has nothing to do with
1: this. No, the interests. I listen. I think it's very important to establish any kind of relationship, like right, like bef- like Black Friday, like right after Thanksgiving. <laughs> like you need to know what the relationship is. You what know, you know mean what I mean? Because you're getting into the holidays now, and people get up to, you know, people get tense. Like it's well, very difficult well, to like. Because if you're like, I don't know what we are, right? then you have that whole thing in your mind where you're like, do I get her a gift? Right. Do I take her to dinner? You know what right. I mean? And it, it's like, you know, it sounds trivial, but like that bothers dudes. You know what I mean? Where we just like, I don't know what to do with this woman. Well, you also don't want to like, you want to disappoint someone. Right. Like, the problem with like,
0: you know, being a fun hookup with someone is going, I don't I, I want the fun hookup, but I don't want them going. Ugh, this person's just having fun, and I'm not having fun. Right. And I think that's the problem here. Yeah, it's three not the, times
1: a week is too much. Also, that dude's bugging out.
0: Well, he's, he's <laughs> well, he's wearing her as a girlfriend, and then seeing right. if he wants to return her. Right. And, you know, and that's right. he left the tags on. Right. Well, that's what he's doing. And he and in his the thing is, it took. I think for her when she's like the interests not aligning, that's an excuse, I guess. Whatever. Is that what he told her?
1: That must have been what he told her okay. because like,
0: oh, I like to hike. You don't like to hike. Like, oh, right, because st- more he's
1: more adventurous and blah blah blah. Yeah, no. But that's every dude. Like, that's very that's a very Instagram thing. We that, see like a whole a couple doing no. things together. You know They're what I
0: mean? This isn't what that's about. right. That that's an exist. easy thing to go.
1: Well, our, you know, I'm looking he, for a girl who hikes. Here's the
0: <laughs> right. And he's going to say I'm looking for a girl who hikes because you don't the, hike. because of the way she asked the question. The way she asked the question, um, she says, I reached out to see where the, I felt a huge shift in energy. So I decided to reach out and see where he sees this
1: going. Right. That's not how men think. And it's two months. I was seeing this girl for like seven months. Mm-hmm. And I only knew that because after I stopped talking to her, she was like, we were seeing each other for seven <laughs> months. And I was like, was it seven months? You know what I mean? Like, it didn't Sim, feel like seven months to me. It just felt like every, you know. We're hanging We were out. chilling. Yeah. Well, but the, so I'm like, I don't go, like, I wouldn't come to you and be like, I've been going to this bar for eight months. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I just hang out there. So it's right. like. He's. I don't Here's, think he was looking at it like I was seeing her three times a week. He was like, "I'm just hanging out with this girl that I just met." This is and very. I think this is very helpful for the, uh, for a lot
0: of the women that are dealing with. Sim, you're bringing up things that I've said on this podcast before. The idea yeah. of like we don't keep time, right? We're, if you're, if I'm just someone and I'm, I'm hanging, with, I'm right. having a great time. I'm not personally offended by this. If she canceled on me, okay. This is situationship one hundred and one. Right when she says. Do you, where do you see this going? After that is two amazing. months. I, but, when you, but I love your analogy because you bring up the bar. So right. you would never say to the bar, when do you see yourself right. closing? <laughs> right? When do you see yourself expanding? Right. When are you going to add another floor? Right. When are you right. going to start having new drinks on the menu? Right. Right. You know, right. They would go, right. I don't know, we haven't even thought right. about it. When are you going to
1: renovate? Right. right, we're just hanging out. We're just I'm hanging enjoying
0: out. it as it is. This is the bar I go to. Right. If the bar said to you, if, if you, the bar you go to, if the bar said to you, Sim, we don't, we, we close at midnight now. Right. Or well, we're going to, we're going to
1: start a VIP program. It's members right. only. We're going to do members only now.
0: Hey, Sim, if you want to come to our bar, it's 3,000 a year. Right. Uh, we're going to have a higher clientele
1: moving forward. Right. And, and you would go, how That's much do I like this bar? Right. Even though you spend six thousand a year at it, right? <laughs> you know what you I go, mean. You go, yeah, like three thousand a year up front,
0: right? you like, I don't know, this is this, a lot, right? You, this woman needs to change the rules of the bar, needs to announce the, right. the bar has a, a different clientele right. now, right? And I think it is. It's funny because what you're saying is like, I just, it's not offensive and it's math to you. Oh, this is a fun bar that I go to. Right. It's not something that you take personally. If the bar, if you showed up there and you went, and they go, hey, we got tired, we closed. That you go. Yeah I'll, to, yeah, I'll I'll go, go to another bar, go to another bar right. well, or see, you'd go home. Right, or I'll just come back. Right, come back, come back another tomorrow. time. Right.
1: You're, so I think this woman, when you say, "Where do you see this going?" Plus, it, you have to you have to question how frequently she said we need to talk, because that will well, if that will drive him away, well, regardless of what she says. Because
0: the talk becomes exhausting. Right. His and where do you see this going? In in, in that world, when I hear that as a guy, I hear okay, marriage engagement Maggie. move in <laughs> <laughs> critiquing Critique, me well, well the, but telling I, me i dress poorly if she had done it a different way where she said you know they she goes hey um i'm not on the dating apps anymore now right. she know. now he has been led to know that your bar's rules Right. Tweaked a little. Right. I'm, he, not, uh, oh. I'm not
1: welcoming new guests anymore.
0: Right. And, <laughs> You're and, like, whoa, why? <laughs> right. You you might go you might go, well, I don't want to go to that bar anymore because you, you know a little stuck uh, up. Because <laughs> it's a little now. <laughs> <a little uppity laughs> not even stuck up, but just uh, oh, that bar kind of like they make you uh, uh, I I I might be offending that bar by going just f- floating in right. without without a reservation. Right. So this is the thing, when, I, when she says, I don't think she did anything wrong, I think it's her perspective. This idea that his hiking schedule is why he broke up. Why did he break up? She needs to be like, well, what do I want? And I think that's the one thing where it adds power to it. You go, you know, if you're seeing someone two three times a week, I'm not saying you have to say, what are we doing? What are we doing here? What You know, should I have said something? Hey, I be a little. I think you got to get be vulnerable to get vulnerable. Right. Hey, I'm spending two to three times a week with you. Uh, to
1: me, I'm gonna be off the dating apps. But I be- mean, like I said, like I feel like two months. Like she went into that. She had no desire if, to have a situationship. No. Well, you that's what okay. I mean? That's but, what I feel but like. It,
0: but if at two months, if someone said to you, "Not where do you see this going?" If they said, "Hey, um, I'm not gonna hang out tonight. I kind of want to do dinner." Right. You would decide. If that's a shift you want to make, right? And and now, well, I don't want to do dinner. Well, why? Because I am looking. For, now they're forced to say what they're looking for, right? And I think what happens a lot is like we get so vague. It, it, where do you see this going? That doesn't. To me, I'm like, oh my god, the lights are on. They've, uh, they've caught me, <laughs> <Right>. you know. Light <laughs> in your face. J Train Podcast at dot com. J Train Podcast ah. Gmail.com. We're sponsor people. Brooklinen. Brooklinen is your one stop shop uh, uh, Stop shop for everything cozy. I am looking at my bed right now. It's covered in Brook Linen. Okay, So comfortable. Looks good. Hotel quality sheets. I, I've said this before. Brooklinen is so good that it went from like podcast ads to like my mom asking about it. Okay. When your mom knows about a product, it's like that means it's well done. It's Especially good. like
1: housewares.
0: Housewares, are you kidding me? And Brooklyn works directly with suppliers, they pass on the savings to you, so there's no more, you know, big warehouse place that has to pay rent. They're just going straight to you and passing on the savings to you. Home essentials, um, bedding, decor, and so much more to keep you comfy. So, here's what they have they launch new products and colors and patterns all the time sheets, towels, robes, pop with bold colors and holiday birds. I have the robe, they sent me the robe. robe. I'm not a robe guy. I now wear it around. I look like a like the grand poobah.
1: It robes are robes are very transitional. Like you, you become a robe guy. No one right. starts a robe guy. No, right, You're not right, born right. a robe guy. You adult like into you get robe. A robe. Right, you get a robe at some point. You're like, I'm never taking
0: this off, dude. This robe, it's in my bathroom. It is so comfy, cozy. I wear it around the place. I don't like a robe usually because it cuts me weird. Like, like my body type doesn't look good in robe. Okay. I don't. I feel less sexy. I feel like I should be like you know, job of the hut What I'm in a, a robe. It's just too, but I have, been, I've, I've become robe life. So, yeah. and it's because of Brooklyn. and uh, they have bundles that uh, this busy season that make it so easy. So whether you're looking to refresh your space or give someone special bundles are a sure bet so you can get a bunch of things at once. Let's go get, let the gifting begin. Go to brooklyn.com That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Use promo code JTRAIN20 for $20 off and free shipping on order, orders over $100 of hundred dollars and over. So that's J Train twenty for twenty dollars off and free shipping on orders of hundred dollars and over. That's quite a deal. That's easy. I love that. It's easy.
1: Yeah.
0: Here with Simeon Goodson at Sim de la Creme. Should I relocate post breakup? Oof. Jared Featherfeather, Feather, longtime listener of all your podcasts, first time writer. August twenty nineteen, I moved to a new city straight out of college and met my ex December twenty nineteen. The first few months here before I met him were quite a challenging adjustment. I'm a super social person, but found it difficult to make friends. When we met, everything just clicked. We got serious quite quickly, probably due to COVID, and I ended up meeting so many people through him. We moved in together last summer, and it basically felt like my whole life here revolved around him. He's from the suburbs, so his family is not too far. Having been here his whole life, he has multiple friend groups that I fit really well with. Fast forward to now, long story short, we broke up this past month. Since he owned our apartment, luckily I do have one friend in the city outside uh, of our groups together I have been staying with. I feel like I can't get over him and stay in the city. I'm not really financially in a place to move uh, at all, let alone move cities altogether. But I feel like everyone I met here is through him, and most their loyalty lies with him. A few who aren't as close with him, I'm not as close with either. I feel really, uh, I really feel like I need to move cities. I do like it here, but now that we're apart, I think I'm quickly realizing I like my life here with him. With him. I feel like any person I hang out with here or any place I go reminds me of him. Thanks to COVID, I work fully remote and can work from anywhere, so that is not the issue. I just don't know if I'm being dramatic or if it truly would be the best for my mental health and healing after this quite brutal breakup. I don't know what's worse, having to be around and reminded of my ex constantly or possibly ending up more lonely in a new city. Thank you for any and all wisdom. Sim, what do you think? This is uh, I feel for this person. You do feel for her?
1: I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's the interesting it's like she's like, I'm a social person, but I don't make friends easily. Like she's spending a lot of spending a lot of words talking about other people. Right. You know what I mean? Like I have no sense of I mean, I guess that's the point of the letter, but I have no sense of who she is. Like we don't know what she does. Like it seems like she latches on to be like, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like you can't take somebody's whole friend group. Right, and if, then alternately, you can't just run away from a city. What's and also like, what city is it? Because if it's like a small city in North Dakota, all right, maybe you should move. Right, but if it's like you know Denver, well, <laughs> you know what
0: I mean. Like, just find other people. If if I was to look at their relationship, I would say part of you know if this might comfort her. I don't know if it if it. I, I think this would comfort me. Their relationship was built out of loneliness in this new city, for right? Her. So like, and, and well, he's from there, so it wasn't. So is, that makes him hotter. Like I, I, I think like, right? The, he's a the, local. The, the, the magic trick he did for her was to be like, oh, and here's my friends, and right. Family. And and here and, are uh, things uh, here, to do. Here's comfort. here are activities. So so I think that might be comforting to her to be like, he wasn't that great. Like like you liked him because of a situation, and there was
1: nothing else to do. Because it's COVID
0: and it's COVID, so it's and, like, and now he gives you friends, social, social life, life, a family yeah. that's nearby, right? You know, so there's comfort in that, and I understand why. So when you're coming out of this breakup, well, it's, it's she says it's devastating. I totally understand that because you're losing the comfort of right. this community that was already built in, and I think right. what you you're saying, everything. right? And and she, it is funny because you do bring up a good point. She writes this email as if she just appeared right where's your <laughs> right. home like where'd you come from where'd you What's come your from situation? where are your high school friends where are you your work? college right. friends what are you and so she's also like, she
1: spawned in the city just all of this a sudden, dude like picked her up <laughs> I was like i'll show you around and then he left her and now she's like i have nothing to do. i have nothing so it's like right. i would say to her that and also
0: being fully remote means you're fully alone Right. because you work from home you don't go to an office so right. she doesn't even have that like office to go into to be like hey right. Meet let's get drinks after work right. and and to, so i understand why she feels very much on an island like i think that's totally normal i would say to her i think everything starts with having being useful to feel good after a breakup right so you it need, starts with the purpose. job the job purpose you need your hands moving. You right. got to have you gotta a ge- go to the gym. You got to go to the gym. You got to go, right. work out. But this per- the the fact that they're fully remote so they can go anywhere. That almost makes it easier and harder in a sense because she's like I can move anywhere, but
1: what am I going to do? She can't. She don't have money. She doesn't have the money. <laughs> so, right. I mean, it's just I don't know. I'm I'm not going to sound she sounds very clingy to me. You know what I mean? Cuz so- it's just like Clinging. I, well she sounds clingy because it's like she's like, I have this dude. She she obviously she misses him. She's not like, We broke up and I'm like, right. fuck him, but what's up with the friends? Right. She's like, I'm devastated that he left. I'm also losing all of my social circle. I wanna leave the city. Like you can't like you can't just run away like that. Well, you gotta eat. I, that shit. I
0: actually disagree. I think I think what she's afraid of is it looks like a failure if she leaves this town. Like, she's going to walk out of the town with a stick and bindle. (laughs) A
1: hobo, right.
0: Goodbye, everybody. No one loves me. Jump on a rail car. Right. Right.
1: She has that. But here's the thing. She's going to go to a new city and do this exact same shit with a new dude. She needs. She's going to meet a new dude in city number two. He's going to introduce her to all his friends. Right. And she's going to go through this again. So, you going to just keep moving cities every two years? That's my point. You're right. So, she can't do that. Right. She can't. Fix her problem
0: with the problem she just had. Right. You gotta she's got to fix yourself. I think she's got to go home.
1: Wherever it, that it, is. No,
0: her parents' house. Right. I think she's got to go to her high school bed. You got to get in the race car bed. Right. I think you need to go figure... Go in that bar at at the, that you got kicked out of when you, you were 17. She needs to be... A Hallmark movie. You got to go back to the hometown. Right. You got to readjust. Right. You got to find... Help dad
1: fix a car. Help dad <laughs> fix...
0: Right. You got to find your sense of what your real relationships are. With if yourself. All, all these people you met over the last... 2019, it's 2023. You met all these people and none of them came to your side. So maybe these friendships weren't actual friendships. But you also didn't
1: make any like peripheral friendships Right. that but time?
0: You need to go home and reconnect with family. Right. Reconnect with those high school friends that you think are losers because they stayed in the hometown. Right.
1: You got to figure out what, and I do understand. Even if you don't do that, you got to find something that you do. Find something you enjoy. And then you know what I mean. Find people with common interests. Well, that's that's what the that's, going home. Because, that's how you make friends. Because, like, because well, she's like, I'm very right. social, but I don't know how to make friends. I mean, she's just outside drinking. Right. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, you're not doing anything.
0: What's the social activity? Right. Like, what are you like? If, that's why you go home. Going home is a nice e- intermediary. Right. You go home. You fill out. You figure out what fills your cup. I like the the statement "fills your cup" because when I go and hang out with my good friends, I go, "Oh, this is a hangout I like." Right. And when I'm with people that I'm like. I think we're friends. I don't know, like the kind of tangential relationships. I go, Yeah, I, I think my cup is filled. <laughs> this was cool. This was cool. <laughs> right. And then you go hang out with your real friends, you go You're like, fuck Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, like, hell it's yeah. it's the difference between junk food and like an apple. Like an apple keeps you full. Your real friends, your family, they're gonna keep her full. So I think she's so used to the junk food of these right. other people. Right, these
1: random acquaintances and peripheral friendships
0: right right she needs her own actual friends. she's got a hallmark movie This go home stay in your high school bed right take a couple months take a couple trips the, the, trips the remote good. thing There'll be a hoe is, overseas right
1: that's the wave touch a italian man up. right just ho- you went overseas well, when i was in Ch- well i got divorced when we were in china still so i just spent the second half of the trip so where'd you go, like, around. Uh, around China? Right, I was just, because the <laughs> borders were closed. Mm. So nobody could, if you left, you couldn't come back in. So we couldn't get any comics to fly in anymore. So right. I was just running around the country doing shows. Just were the shows in. hard
0: to do with COVID stuff? Because weren't they, like, zero COVID? Wasn't that like Well,
1: a- we were, America was locked down, and China wasn't. Oh. And then... It went the other way. And then it switched it. Because it started, they were locked down, America was open, then it switched, and then it switched again. So... J-Train we were, They would never... So when you go to these Chinese towns, was it, like, when you, like, talk to women, are you, like... Well, you're talking to expats. A lot of what happens in China is, like, white guys will go there to pick up Chinese women. That was very apparent when I was there. It it is weirdly apparent. It sounds bad when you talk about it, like,
0: just in the world. But but it's just, like, a thing. It's just a thing. I remember I was there for a week, and when you meet men there... It wasn't like for a job. It no, wasn't it was just for, like for a wife.
1: It was for a wife. It was for <laughs> and like... And they look like the kind of dudes that like,
0: travel for a wife. Right. <laughs> right. It's so weird. We both had that same thought because I was like, it was a little icky. Right. It's very. And you meet these guys and you're like, wh- yeah. you left your friends and family. Like, talk about filling your cup. You're like, I, they're like, I don't yeah, care about one cup to fill.
1: <laughs> yeah. But what I was doing, since all those dudes are chasing the Asian women, I was just chasing all the women that were being ignored. So, just like all the <laughs> foreign women, like the, the Americans. The, the ones the working British.
0: for like ExxonMobil, you know. Well, like, they were all te-
1: everybody's a teacher in China. That's, really? Yeah, that's everybody's job. So everybody's just a teacher. I guess the teach for America
0: type of thing. Right, to and teach English and right. shit like that. And so. the, the idea is I get to go to China, I get to go to this far off land, I right. get to like get, let my freak they fly. They pay everything. Fly. Yeah. yeah train podcast at gma.com jtrain podcast at, j-train podcast at we are sponsored people I love that we got good sponsors this week uh, oh I love this sponsor they used to sponsor us all the time and now they're back this is the time of year for this product okay you're more than just a number on a scale noom weight knows that and is here to help your weight loss journey noom weight uses psychology to help you understand your eating habits and learn how to make healthier choices every day break the cycle and change your habits for good with noom weight I love Noom I am such a fan of Noom because it is coming at the struggle of eating and we got got a whole other radio show it is coming at the struggle of food body weight from the most important place that people ignore your mind okay it is all psychological and I've had to deal with this myself this idea that you have to like it is when am I hungry Am I eating things that will satiate me, make me less hungry? And that's where Noom comes in. It's the psychological thing that is not about, oh, go out and run. Like that's not what Noom's doing. It's more about, hey, let's understand why you eat the things you eat. What you should Noom, Noom Weight knows losing weight Starts with your brain That's why Noom Weight helps you understand the science Behind your eating choices and why you have cravings Your daily lessons are personalized To you and your goals Food FOMO, Noom Weight can help you lose weight While still enjoying your favorite foods Choose your level of support From 5 minute daily check-ins to personal coaching Active first time Noomers Lose an average of 15 pounds In 16 weeks and 95% of customers Say Noom Weight is a good Long term solution that is wild. That stat.
1: Yeah 15, yeah, 15 pounds in sixteen weeks is
0: pretty crazy. And we're coming up on that time of year. Stay focused on what's important with you, uh, important to you with Noom Weight's psychological based approach. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash jtrain. That's noo dot com slash jtrain to sign up for your trial today. And check out Noom's first ever book, The Noom Mindset: A Deep Dive into the Psychology of Behavior Change, available for pre order wherever books are sold. Here with Simeon Goodson's at Sim de Simeon Goodson. Go a dollar. A dollar. It's one dollar. I love that. I think right. that's such a great idea.
1: Right.
0: Visiting my newfound biological family to tell or not tell my mom. Oof. <laughs> J Love your podcast. Always give such good advice. So I'm hoping that maybe you and your listeners can help with this crazy situation. I found out in 2019, I'm now 27, that my parents used an egg donor to conceive after asking a question about my family medical history. After about two years, I decided to do a 23andMe test in spring 2021 to find out more about my family heritage and potentially find my family with low hopes of success. But when I got results, it connected me with my biological grandmother about a year and a half ago. We spoke over messaging and she told me that my biological mother, her daughter, had passed a year previously but that I had a half-sister a few years younger than me. I spoke to my grandmother and half-sister over email and text since then. Unfortunately, at around the time I connected with this family, my dad got very sick, and I never brought this up to my parents. My dad tragically passed away last January, and with everything happening over the last two years, there was never a good time to tell him or my mother about it. My biological grandmother is in town visiting my newfound biological aunts about an hour's drive from my hometown, where I will be for Thanksgiving. I wanted to try and visit them along with my twin brother, but neither of us really know how to approach whether we should bring this up to our mom or not. Given all the suffering our family has been through over the past year because we don't want her to feel hurt, that we looked for them and fo- or found out. My question is, how should I uh, want to approach this kind of discussion with one's parents? Is there a good time to do so? I appreciate any advice you and your guests have. And thank you for listening to this crazy story, family drama. What do we think? This is a Oof. wild tale. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's not, I thought we were talking about situationships. <laughs>
0: Listen, the J Train podcast makes all stops. We right. dance around. And listen, we are no experts. We are just two people with an opinion. I understand. It's such
1: an interesting thing because I feel like as a parent. You're a parent. You're like, like you know what I mean? Like, that's not your mom. You know what I mean? Like, so, that woman didn't raise you. That grandmother didn't raise you. Right. If You, you know what use, I mean? If you would use. So it's like, news... if you, when you phrase it like, I'm going to go meet my mom, right. I think it sounds fucked up. <laughs> like, if you say, I'm going to go meet... Kids. You have kids. Right. If, if your kid came to you and was like... like I want to gonna... go meet my dad. Like, <laughs> you're whoa, like, whoa. you know your dad. You know right. what I mean? Like, if she said, I want to meet, like, you know, the egg donor. You know what I mean? I, t- I feel like if she phrases it like that, I'd like to meet the woman who donated my egg. Right. I feel like that... Because I, I, I wouldn't want to... I wouldn't go up to my mom and be like, yo, I want to meet my real mom. You know right. what I mean? Like, the woman who well, raised she, you. She said biological grandmother. So she is phrasing this, I think... Well, so far, she, you know, I don't it's, think it's her grandmother. I mean, I get it. I don't know what to call right. her. Egg I, grandma. It, feels, it just feels dirty to like, just give them these, these familial titles. And you're you know saying that I mean? as, you're saying that as a father, you have, you have. Like, jokes. I understand the desire to know your genetics and all that stuff, but it's, I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like the the phrasing, I feel like that would bother me if, if it was phrased that way. If you said like, I want to meet the dude who donated the sperm right. that got me here. I think I would have an easier time with that than if you came up and been like, I want to meet my dad. I'm (laughs) trying to meet that splooge maker. Right. Yeah, that's better. Like, if you can make it humorous or, you know, just frame it in a way like, you know, health problems. You know, health problems, Ma, we got to know. Like, something like that, I think is just – especially if her husband – like, if her dad just died, like – well, that this, that sounds devastating. Like, if your spouse dies and then your kid comes right. up and like, I want to meet my real mom. And I it's could, just like, wow, i, could, under, I could understand.
0: I can understand from <laughs> from the mom's angle, this is, you know, that's what we're giving. We're giving right. the mom's side of things. The mom's side of things, the actual mom, the mom who raised you, I would understand if my husband had passed away and then suddenly, she says she has a
1: twin. Right, my two, twins, two kids.
0: <laughs> hey, um... It's a little sad here. Right. We kind of need some family. We're going to go meet grandma. We're going to go meet grandma, see if that family can like give us all the hugs right. we're kind of missing because dad passed away. <laughs> that I understand. But I know they're not saying that, right, but that right, is right. how it That's would how it come would off. Right.
1: And, I don't know. It's, it's so tricky. It's such a tricky situation. Like, can the mom, can their mom come? right i think that might would that be weird it will, i mean i think it's a weird the whole shit is weird right <laughs> it's, this is not like,
0: sp- it's not like we're starting weird this is a very specific situation i would say to them uh or to this person that's writing in i think you got to start just talking to your mom about why what made her go through the egg process like right. was it because she couldn't conceive or had right. you know i think having that conversation and then asking how would you feel if i tried to find if I these reached out, right if i reach out to these people get her talking and if she says i would hate it and then, then you, you go <laughs> <"All> right, <laughs> like, right. maybe we're gonna figure out a different way in but <laughs> right. i think what she would honestly she would probably you speak in hypotheticals first and i know some people would probably say well now you're lying but it's like it's not that you're lying you're just trying to get her talking about her feelings right. surrounding this so you know it's almost like when you get someone's feelings when you go to your mom and you go why did you know what made you go down that path right. to have me. Um, how did it feel to do that? Do you think about the other person who donated the egg? Do you think about those things? How do you feel about that? It's almost like you're creating footsteps in the snow, right? Because now you know where to put your foot in, right? Right, you know, packing it down, you're building right. a path, right? So you know how
1: to get from point A to point B, exactly. Without, because, without knee deep,
0: exactly. Because right. now the parts you would have going to know knee deep in. If if you go, hey, what do you think, like, have you ever thought of me, like, reaching out to them? And they're like, you should never. You go, not walking in that step. I mean, (laughs) she
1: also has an interesting perspective in that the egg donor died. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like, you do. I mean, that's kind of a way to approach it. Like, the woman who donated the egg died, and I'd like to meet her mother. Like, that seems. Right. I'm just. I, I, honestly, I'm a little caught with the whole, like, I want to meet my real mom. You know what I mean? Well, that's how, and I know she didn't say that, but that's right. what I heard. That's right. my dad well, ears. That's a, Well, <laughs> that's this my is my something offended. she can't. This is why she wrote
0: into this podcast. Right. She's hearing a perspective. You're a dad. Right. You just know that this is emotional. This is, and she knows that. That's why she's right, writing in. Right, right. But I'm saying, Yeah, this I don't is, think
1: she's like a bad person or no. anything. It just, it's, I don't know. It's no, it, so sticky. It, it is so funny that because when, it's one of those things where like it can go great where the mom's right. like I don't give a fuck, right. go meet her. or it could be like don't talk to me ever again. That's like, why you out go, the
0: will, but that's right. <laughs> you know what I mean. You're like, not getting any of this money, right?
1: It could go either way. It's just one of those weird things where you're like I didn't think it would be a big deal, well, and now is, mom's not talking to me anymore. This is why you get her talking about how she feels about it, right? Let's
0: go down memory lane. Right, what was it like? When it, what made you and dad decide? what What made you get this egg as opposed to another egg? What did the menu say? Like you know I would right. get into those questions, get her talking. Let's get nostalgic and then and then you say, like would what if I went and tried to meet this person? What would you think? Right. And then they oh, you know it would be weird, but I you know and 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 also taking what Simeon said and understanding like that's part of it too, going. And you know that's not my mom. Right? Like you say that. To right, her, right. 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 You know, <laughs> like, you're yeah. my mom. But yeah. You know she might I, have a disease. Right. And we I just, should know. <laughs>
1: right. Should know. I want to <laughs> know. We should know. Right.
0: So I I think that's
1: part phrasing of phrasing it like that. I think it's really I think it's possible. It's just it's like you're saying it's all about the phrasing. Like how do you approach your mom with this, especially like after your dad just died? Because you don't want to just come off super insensitive. The
0: dad just dying is a is like a wrench in the whole thing because it. Di- I could understand from the mom. Oh well. It's kind of lonely and sad here. Um, there's a whole nother family <laughs> right, you that wanna I kind of want to reach that. out. Right. You know? So I, I don't know. The tough situation, I think she definitely needs to get her talking. I
1: mean, she has the, thing, she has the 23andMe thing, which is kind of like a good icebreaker. You know right. what I mean? Where you're just like, hey, look, I got that weird inter- the genetic thing on the, online. Well,
0: even saying, hey, I'm thinking of doing a 23andMe just to see kind of right. my background. Right. What do you think of that? And th- those are powerful things. What do you think of that gets someone talking? Right. So get her talking. Again, see where her feet go in the snow. Right, right, right. Yeah, and then you can go, oh, she got mad at that. She was cool with that. I'm going to go that direction. Right. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Simeon Goodson at Sim de la Creme. See, these are depthy questions. They she are. Doesn't... This is
1: much more intense than I expected. Reaction
0: to Bumble <laughs> Friends question. Oof. Feather, Feather, thanks for all you do. During your recent episode, you had a listener write in about her boyfriend being friends with someone he dated from Bumble. I was in, uh, I was in nearly the exact same situation a few years ago. He had been dating someone else who he met on a dating app, and they only stopped dating when he, when he and I decided to be exclusive. They remained friends, but I always felt like something weird was up, and we fought about her several times. He claimed they were just friends and that he wasn't attracted to her at all. Well, they got engaged less than two years after he and I broke up. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Oy, i'm sorry oh, i'm guessing that none of this shows up on their wedding websites our story page just a lesson to listen closely <laughs> Wait, to your you intuition that she, that? she wrote that <laughs> oh, she's what blessed. do you think of this situation i mean that dude's a dick
1: but she you was, i mean you knew what was happening she's like,
0: warning others right here, here, i mean here's yeah. the thing about friends with bumble it is embarrassing so this is why someone who's like, I'm on the dating apps to maybe meet a friend, that person's delusional and being an asshole. Right. Because the whole way you get to talk to someone on a dating app, the the whole reason anyone connects on a dating app starts at attraction. Right. That's number swipes. one. Swipes. Right. Swipe. It's, it's attraction, and then you started talking. Be- right. And because it's on a dating app, that is the the house and with it with when it, with which it lives if you met someone at a bar and you became friends from meeting them at a bar there's a little more ambiguity Right. one person could have been at the bar and just was there being nice Or you nice. just struck
1: up a conversation
0: right like you both laughed at something that on, happened and right. bonded over it on but a, on an app like right that's and what both, you're there for and both in on a in a, a, a bar both people could have come there that was just we just, just, just were check. cool right on a dating app you might want to be friends with them but you're talking to someone who wants to fuck you. Right. So the whole premise of the friendship, if it goes on as friends. Well, is that they dated. Well, then that's top. the thing. And then he goes, I'm not attracted to her at all. Yes, you are. Yeah. like That yeah. is a complete lie. You were attracted to them. You met their personality. You decided maybe you didn't want to be with them forever. But you're or still you attracted.
1: other girl. Like, I like her more. Right.
0: <laughs> so you went to the other girl. And then, then you go back. back.
1: Right. I mean, the thing about dating apps, it's kind of like, it just kind of like gamifies it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, like, when you go out and, like, meet people outside, like, mm. it's a different vibe. Like, dating apps is like, it's, it's just like keeping score. You know what I mean? Like, I matched with three girls totally. today, and I fucked two of them, and <laughs> one of them I'm still trying. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's it's always interesting to me when you meet people who are like, we've been together and we met on the app. Because mm. it's just like, they kind of just, like, broke the system. Because the apps don't want you to hook up. Like, the apps want you to stay on the app. Right, Like and Tinder doesn't want you to marry the person you matched with. Tinder wants you to come back and keep matching with people. That's why they gamify it like that.
0: Right, and a lot of what the apps do, especially for the male brain, like we just, you know, we want to see, would they? Right. Would and it's they? like, you got to match. And you got to match. You want to see it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> you want to see it? You got so a dollar? this idea of like staying on the app while you're dating someone, right. it's just not good for your brain because you're going – Every time you take a shit, you go, let me just check. Let me see if any fish came into the (laughs) you know, into the the trap, so to speak. And when you're dating someone that you're like, that you go, oh, well, now we're friends. It's embarrassing to even like tell people, oh, how do you guys know each other? Well, we we wanted to fuck each other, then we we got to know each other, and now I don't want to fuck them anymore. But they still want to fuck me. Like, how do you even explain that? So it's like, to this person who's letting people know, follow your intuition as they wrote, they're saying from their experience, I do understand, like, you have to, there's, nothing has no reason. (laughs) Like, there's a reason for everything. Right. Your guy is keeping in touch with this other person because it feels good to keep in touch with them. Whether they want to admit it or not to themselves, they're keeping in touch with them because that's an option.
1: Right. You're keeping that in the back pocket.
0: J Train at gmail.com J at Gmail.com here with Simeon Goodson at SimDelacreme, patreon.com slash Simeon goodson. Let's do one more. We got time. Uh, uh, we got two more. We got time for two more? Yeah. Okay, let me make sure. Um, oh, okay. I got the, the other one. Okay, perfect. Okay, we got two more. You got time for two more? Yeah, for sure. Boyfriend's judgmental friend. Oof. J train feather feather seen you uh, Live several times subscribe to patreon Huge fan well thank you yeah there's a Patreon uh, for me as well mine um, We do two extra podcasts A week five dollars a month Um, Coffee with J train If you're listening now I haven't taped the one it's gonna Be about getting a new iPhone I got a new iPhone okay Which one is that the new 14 Okay very happy But it was so interesting To see people's like everyone in the new iPhone place had the same vibe and I talk about that on Patreon patreon.com slash Jared Fried. okay my boyfriend and I met in 2017 and dated until summer of 2021 when we took a brief three-month-long break so 2017 dated until summer 2021 three-month-long break we met while juniors in college and dated through my law school graduation he was my first boyfriend, second person I slept with, etc. I initiated a break because I thought I was studying for the bar exam, stress as hell, and going through a large transitional shift. In retrospect, it was the best thing that ever happened to us. We are now happier than ever, and I feel like the break uh, gave, us, uh, gave me really valuable perspective. It's now been over a year since we got back together post-breakup. Post-break, she wrote, right. not up. All of his friends were welcoming to, the, uh, to me post-break, and the majority of them have also been through breaks and understand that, that shit happens. Well, except one. This dude, we'll call him Trevor, seems to have a vendetta against me since we got back together. If we see him out, he won't acknowledge me. More recently, he's actively tried to set my boyfriend up with other girls while we're out. <laughs> I'm just as protective over my friends as the next person, but damn, what do I do? Should I address it with Trevor? My boyfriend has told me to fuck off has told him Oh, to, I, was like, <laughs> I was like
1: holy shit I think- <laughs> my
0: boyfriend has told him to fuck off but it's not working and I feel disrespected help what do you
1: think? I mean that dude's a goofball yeah it's like, weird dudes dude shouldn't act like that <laughs> Yeah, I know it's so toxic it's like such a toxic masculine thing to say but right. nah, dude shouldn't act like that like that's I don't know I feel like like when your dude when your friend like when your male friend is going through shit with his girl like all you can do is buy him beers back you know away. what I mean you can rub his back you right, can right, be, right. you can listen but you right. don't give advice. You don't recommend actions. You know what well,
0: I mean? You know, it's funny that you brought up like the 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 masculine angle. When right. I hear that when I hear
1: that this guy is right. setting that up. Dude's his front... a bitch.
0: Right. <laughs> like
1: you Like, but cause you know why? Because you're making my life horrible. Like I'm going home with this woman. You're harassing me in right. front of her. She's gonna bring that you know she's gonna bring that but, up. But you this... don't think she's gonna be like, oh, that was cool what your friend did earlier. What? Like you're making my life bad. For whatever reason, regardless of how you feel about her, you're fucking me up.
0: And I know the reason. It's because he's, he's self, no, self-conscious. He's, he is... The, the other friend. The other friend. The one that's fucking with the him. The hater. Yeah. The hater, he's self-conscious. He, he's giving incel energy right? to me. That is a guy who thinks women... He, I, I bet you, it's, this is an assumption I'm right, making, right, right. that he has big thoughts on women. That ah, oh, they'll leave you. They'll cheat on you. Right. You know he talks in big. They already
1: broke. She already broke up with you once. Right?
0: They'll do it. She's to, gonna break your heart and again. I'm, and I'm sure he relates this to what women do. Oh, they don't want to date you unless you got money, man, or unless you. And I think this guy. There's
1: also, wait, but there's also like now that you say that, there's also the possibility that the friend was like crying on him. When they broke up the first time. If that's the you know I mean? well, thing that, And this dude is like, I'm not doing that shit again. But I, don't I, don't, that, I don't think that's I, what that, happened, that, but that. I think that is like that's a possibility. A possibility. If that's but yeah, pro- like even, even if a friend cries on you, you still like follow the rules. You're like, well, you're back together, I guess you're back together. I think that's a question for her boyfriend. Hey,
0: right. I got I think getting mad is not the answer. No. Asking questions is the answer. Right. So I would go to my boyfriend I'd be like, Hey, did you like go to him when we broke up <laughs> like and like you talking, shit? talking shit about right. me, which is understandable, which understandable. But like, I kind of want to get to the bottom of this whole thing, because I obviously this is so, you know, she never gave the option of like, we'll just not talk to this guy anymore. It and seems she's like also they're...
1: like, you know, the, I was going through law school. The break was very good. You know what I mean? So it's like, he, there's a chance he was like, no, nah, it's fine. Like, we can take a break. Right, and then right, go right. to this dude and be like, it was a I'm Fucking killer! Right.
0: She's loving the break. Right, right. And he's She's going, like,
1: I'm, I'm doing so much self growth. Right, and, and, he, he's, and like, he's like, just I waited right, fetal position in the crib. <laughs> and just, I
0: I don't think that happened, but I I would I, it's, it's a possibility. A, right, it's, it's it's. I think going to him and being like, did you like go to him with like for help when you were right. on this break? Then if if he's like, not really, I don't know what why a little he, bit. Or, do, or I would say to him, hey, is there any reason you think that he would be this angry about us getting back together? It's right. weird. It's not his life. If he can't really come to words with that, then I know that this is a dude who is self-conscious. He, right. he has a very low self-esteem. He is, he, it's an ego thing. It's not about you. Plus it's not about you getting back together with your friend. Right.
1: Plus, she said that he like ho- tries to hook him up with girls in front of her. It's weird. That's such a dirt bag. It's like, a dirt because bag. Because it's not, it's not like an effective thing.
0: You know right, what I mean? Right, when you're right, in right, a bar, right.
1: you're like, yo, you want to fuck my friend over it's there? It's passive aggressive. It's very, yeah, it's very dirtbag.
0: That's why it's it feels like incel yeah, energy. Yeah, I, I agree.
1: And so I, it's, I'd i like to give him the benefit of the doubt that maybe he was there for his boy during that three-month time, but it doesn't sound like it.
0: You think? Yeah, the same guy who brings over women to a guy with a girlfriend right. is not the same guy that's like petting right. you and making sure you're okay. <laughs> that's fact. So I think what she needs, first of all, ending the friendship with it, like telling him fuck off, like, is your boyfriend still friends with this guy? Let's drop this dude. Right. Or you go to him and you go, hey, listen, um, I just want to let you know, like, I'm really fully into this relationship. Are we okay? Right. What's up? You What's don't up even acknowledge me. Um, I'm going to have to be around you, obviously. And, like, I'm not looking to feel uncomfortable every time you're in the room. If you have something to say to me, please say it now. Yeah, I and mean, that dude's he, not
1: giving that energy. Well, <laughs> He's I, down for a convo. Well, I well, But please, at least you put it out there.
0: Gave him the option, and please say it now. He might come at you, and I think he's going to come at her with like, "Well, you know, you know, people cheat, and people, you know, you took a break, and and, and, yeah, yeah." yeah." (laughs) I think you're going to find out what type of person he is, right? And it's not going to be great, and this is someone that people are probably going to separate themselves from. Jtrainpodcast. What is
1: the relationship with her boyfriend and this dude?
0: Right. It's. I think the boyfriend needs to talk to the guy.
1: Right. Dude, because we he as dudes, we do have those weird toxic friendships. Right, We're just like some weird. Well, that that's that's <laughs> with that, some weird degenerate that like. Well, that's picked the, us on football in third grade. We're still friends with him, <laughs> still deal with him. Right, people go, like, he's uh, an asshole. And you go, like, I know, a, he's, a, I know. Know. he's he, my asshole. He beat up a bully for me in kindergarten, so. right? I think, I think if she goes
0: to the boyfriend and is like, Hey, what's up with this guy? Can you go talk to this guy? Because right. every time I walk in a room, he won't make eye contact with me. And don't just say fuck off, like, right?
1: And the boyfriend's just like, fuck Off
0: right that's fuck not. off might be the third grade friend that's like yeah that's what i'm you saying know, right like you, you gotta deal right. with me.
1: like i just deal with him that kind of shit
0: well now i have to deal with him so can you make sure I right, right, don't right. have to that's a right. Train podcast at gmail.com let's do one more all right let's go does my boyfriend have to ask my dad before proposing oof my boyfriend 32 and i 29 have been together three years and are planning on getting engaged early 2023 The question my boyfriend has presented to me is, does he have to ask my dad for my hand in marriage? I thought it was really respectful of my boyfriend to ask me this, as I'm not super close with my dad. My mom passed away four years ago and he abused her most of the marriage. Since my mother's death, my dad's problem with alcohol has really escalated and our relationship has been strained. My boyfriend and I get together with my dad uh, maybe once a month for dinner or to watch a sporting event. Very surface level type conversations are typical. My dad is not very emotionally intelligent and has some narcissistic (laughs) tendencies. I mean, uh, to put it mildly, I would say. Uh, I personally think the whole asking for permission thing is very dated, and the thought of my dad giving me away as a pride makes my eyes roll. However, I anticipate that my dad would be very upset if he wasn't talked to before a proposal. But I also don't want to feed his emotions and continue into this codependency. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Sincerely, so
1: over old school. What do you think? I think it's cool that the dude asked her, mm. but I think if it's not important to her, then it shouldn't be. Because you're not marrying your dad. Right. Like, she she brought up the point that he'll be upset, but it's just like, you, you only see him once a month now. You're going to see your husband every day. Right. And it's, I, I, like you said, it's like an old, outdated thing. Like, there's no, you know what I mean? Like, there's no benefit okay, to so, do it. I, like, if it's tradition, you know what I mean? Like, if your family always did that, and you are like, it's very important that you get my dad's permission. You know what right. I mean? If you're from that kind of family. But she doesn't care. <coughs> it's interesting to me
0: her email and listen i'm not a professional there's probably i mean she should talk to a professional with alcoholism and all those things (laughs) right there's so many things here abuse i i i don't know i don't have the tools to give her but i will say there's something that's very noticeable from her email she writes her dad will be very upset if they don't do this and then she's like if if the guy doesn't ask she said he'll be very upset fine she knows not asking will create some sort of
1: But she also says, by asking, you're feeding into these negative behaviors that he's already exhibiting. Right. So, So, like,
0: but uh, but also, she goes and does sporting events with him. She is already doing the codependency thing. That's what's so glaring about this email. Yeah. She's like, this serves him in a code. This this adds the code the codependency. But it's like, okay, is now the time you're stopping the codependency because you're doing the surface level stuff. So some would say the surface level stuff is you feeding the codependency code and now you're making a point with the proposal. So it's what like, is, if, if now's the time you're doing that, now we have to reassess this whole relationship because right. this might be the beginning of- A
1: new relationship. Right? Like what, is, what would the dad's role be in the wedding? I think that's an important- right. For example, if the dad's paying for everything, mm-hmm. then you should ask the dad, <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like you should ask for permission. Right. But if this doesn't, doesn't sound like a dude who's gonna pay for the wedding. You know what I mean? But it's it's interesting a lot of a lot of women especially and I I don't mean
0: it just seems that they choose their wedding as the moment they're going to like Change the rules. They're gonna let, let no, people know they're gonna come how out the cocoon right. let people know what their
1: relationship is. Right.
0: I'm gonna make you the bridesmaid and you're not right. because you've never been a good friend. Like it's right. there a reason you're to invited, have this conversation.
1: But you're not in the wedding party.
0: <coughs> and you're not invited
1: because you didn't do this for me then. Right. So and you're she's in con- the wedding party, but you get to plan the bridal shower. Right. And, and, and she- you get to plan the bridal shower, but you get to right? You know, this, this is her this moment hierarchy. to let no people right. know where
0: they stand. Right. And she's kind of doing that with the with the engagement thing because she's saying When and this is my personal opinion just based on the email because she says I think it's now you know when it came to like doing the surface level stuff and watching a sporting event and making sure that you have some relationship with him right? you do it when it came to your wedding okay now I don't want to be codependent I don't want him being codependent on me so it's like okay you have to understand this is this will be if you have your husband not or your fiance or if he doesn't do anything you're starting to the road towards, hey, this is how I really feel about you.
1: Right. And
0: so, be prepared and, for and that. And she's,
1: yeah, she's like, you know, surface, like watch a movie or watch a sporting event. Like, it, I don't, it seems like we're missing information. No, but because that, we don't have but, that.
0: But that, I don't think we are. I think that is the same as asking for a hand in marriage.
1: To go watch a movie with
0: your dad? Right. Yeah, because she's keeping everything. She knows if she doesn't do that, he'll explode. Why don't you hang out with me? Right. Why don't you talk to me? And right. then she'll have to have a conversation of, well, you're abusive to my mom and, and you, your alcohol right, right. has become a problem since her death. You know, you need to seek help. She knows that conversation would have to come. Right. So, and these are assumptions based on what I'm reading. And I'm also, again, not a professional that knows how to deal with these things. But I would say to her, you know, if she wants to keep the boat afloat, then maybe you have them go, hey, send a text. Hey, I just want to let you know. I want to I'm about to ask your daughter for her hand in marriage that keeps it consistent this if he doesn't ask there's a new relationship i'm just right. like I, I, and I, and this is more warning than it is what to do i don't know what she should
1: do yeah it's, i mean it's a very straight i don't know it it's just seems it seems like a, an outdated practice yeah but that's in separate, general that's separate than and her then, situation i i hear you If if
0: if i went to my if i went to my girlfriend and i was like hey would you like me to ask your dad knowing your
1: relationship? And she was and, like, but fuck now. It's interesting because the dude asked her. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I don't think we're getting all the information. It's like you said, like there's a codependency there. It's not just a movie. Well, he, it's not just a sporting event. You know what I mean? Right. But like he, you're there once a month, like arguing, probably, you know what I mean? You're fighting. Well, he's asking her because he knows the situation. Right. That's so, what I'm saying. Because he knows- if he knew the dad, if, you know, he sees him once a month and he was like, I know this guy wants me to ask, he would just go ask. You know what right. I mean, but obviously there's conflict there. No, where but he's then like, he
0: also knows that the the his girlfriend's dealing with. The that's dad. what I'm saying. Yeah. He
1: knows his girlfriend's not going to be pleased with him just going straight to the dad. So right. he's like, like he's probably asking her, you know, the same shit. Like, should I ask him or should right. I not ask well, him?
0: And what he's asking
1: her is, is this the day we rock the boat? Right? Are we not asking? Right. That's what he's going because to Because you're for. rocking the boat either way. Right. If you say something, if you don't say something. Right. So it's just I don't like I mean, it's like you said, she has to clarify her relationship with her dad right. before introducing this, this new dude into a relationship with her dad. J Podcast at gmail.com.
0: J Podcast at gmail.com. Simeon Goodson, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me, man. This Such is a awesome. fantastic guest. Yeah, thank you. Amazing. Everyone go follow Sim at Sim Delacreme. On Instagram, he's got a special on Patreon. What a great idea. Patreon.com slash Simeon Goodson. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Hey, Happy New Year. This is it. This is our last episode of J Train for the year. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for being a part of this show. I love doing it. I want you to keep sending your emails, Podcast at jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Your relationship, your lifestyle. This is a great email that just came in. We'll be back next year. Boom.